We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me just reset real quick. Um, Anthony Sixto in the super chat. You guys are soldiers. Excellent marathon coverage. I'm really looking forward to this season and am all for this slow burn path the Knicks are taking. Um, as we enter what looks like it will be the final hour of our cow- our coverage tonight. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'll do a quick check on the count and we're at over a thousand. I'll- 1018 on people watching live. We are in hour six of our coverage. So thank you to all of you that have tuned in. Uh, If you for those listening on the podcast, which I'll just throw this out there because I saw somebody ask John on Twitter. As soon as we get off the air and as soon as this file becomes available for me to do some editing, I will be diving in and turning this into six separate podcasts for you guys to check out and listen to over the next day. So you get to hear all of it in podcast form on the KFS podcast. Do we do we have any other pods scheduled this week? Yes. Tonight we have. Well, OK, tomorrow night, technically um, you and Jeremy John was about to recap. Pass well, you and Jeremy are going to recap everything that happened okay. today. Just so just Got in it. case something happens on Wednesday, you'll react to it. And then during you'll also talk about what the Knicks did now that we have 24 hours of hindsight. And then, John, we have a pretty special guest. Oh, that's that. happening still? That is this week. And then... When is that? That is airing Friday. It is our Friday. Podcast. And I'm recording that on Wednesday, hopefully. Uh, we will, we'll talk about that off the air when you're recording that. And well, P- Patreon, uh, and, we're doing our town hall on Thursday night, right? So for the Patreon subscribers that are in the Earl Monroe tier or higher, so Earl Monroe or Patrick Ewing or the Ewing tier, uh, we're doing our town hall this Wednesday. Going to get started at 7 p.m., Go until 9 p.m. Come join the four of us. We're just going to chat about free agency, what we liked, what we didn't like, what we thought was going to happen, the experience of doing a six-hour podcast, um, all of the above. We'll just we'll chat and hang out with you guys, bring your questions, bring your takes. It's not going to be a locker room where it's one at a time. We'll just leave your mics yeah. on, organized chaos, and we'll have a lot of fun. And, of course, another episode of the Knicks Film School Patreon podcast will drop I think Thursday or Friday is when we'll drop that. 
Um, so yeah, that is the schedule for the rest of the week. Andrew's um, is this a, a real thing? Andrew's a what? Andrew's the goat. I, and, I and dabble. You guys, you know? And you guys are getting a taste now of my WFUV experience when I go wake up at nine in the morning, do an interview from nine 30 to 10, another interview from 10 30 to 11. And then I'm on air from 1130 to like four 30. <laughs> I, I just saw the bill Simmons tweet that was referenced a few times in the chat. I can't tell if what this he is real or not. Schwinn says to check the tweet he sent you to Macri, by the way. Oh, it's probably yelling at me about the Mitch thing. And yes, um, Nick's Illustrated wanted to know this. I'm remembering this now also wanted to know via live stream. My thoughts on bagels. Um, uh, that was a, That was Nick's Illustrated's request of the day. I, I think neither posted, but I, I'm with him. I'm with I, him. I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, real quick, the bus shout out in the super chat. Um, most likely signing of with the seven million and room. I think we answered that. But Jeremy, did we did we miss anything? uh gosh i mean i don't know i'll say i'll say none (laughs) um i don't think we did i don't think we missed any of the names like they're gonna use it but yeah (laughs) it's slim pickings um i'll I'll say uh i'll say kendrick none um i don't hate that call i don't either Oh, I, I, I'll I say think, Malik Monk. I think that was a joke from Bill Simmons. Uh, yeah, he was kidding. Like I thought, was, he was talking about the David Griffin stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I was hoping Her, it was real. Yeah. Um, Overratedness on the super chat. Is there still a chance the Knicks address the point guard with a trade this offseason? Someone like Brogdon sure. or another point guard, not Nathan Lillard? Well, no, they're not. They, they can't make. So the thing is, the Knicks can't make a big trade for a high salaried point guard because they can't trade any of the players they signed. And I don't think they want to trade their young players or RJ Barrett or Julius Randle. So that's not going to happen. What I do think is interesting is um, so Colin P said in the chat, we have $7 million in room. We could renounce Phil Doza to get to 10.3, which I believe is accurate. Um, Add Knox. That's 5.8 with a few seconds. Can we pull off a sign and trade for Schroeder starting at around $19 million per year? Um, if the Knicks signed tr- or if uh, the Lakers signed uh, their, uh, whew, Dennis Schroeder and traded him to the Knicks um, and Kevin Knox went either there or someone else in the what will be a big uh, Russell Westbrook trade that would hard cap the Knicks. Right, Jeremy? It would. That doesn't um, matter, though. It doesn't matter because they have a long ways to go before they ever get to the hard cap and they're not right. going to get there this season. Um, yes. It would be almost impossible for them to get through the season. That's something for seasons down the line. So is that possible? Um, yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't know where Dennis Schroeder is getting any money at all right now as things stand. New Orleans. Uh, what? New Orleans. New Orleans has not Devontae Graham. Oh, so, good point. Wow. Dallas That's has good. no money. Uh, Toronto? Can we? Does Toronto want? Beijing? I don't know. I don't think there's any place for Dennis. Do you want to go back to OKC and take OKC's money if they're operating as a below the cap team, which we don't know that they are? Um, I don't does see it. Just, does he just know they got Westbrook? I'm just, he's not just going to resign. I That's a situation that bears watching. Um, so, Vivek, how do we? Oh my God, Vivek, do we, we see the super chat from Vivek? No, it just dropped. So shout out Vivek. 
Six hours on a live stream is wild, man. Vivek, you're wild. Um, I hope each one of you can get a 78 piece somewhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, all I got to say is that free agency isn't over. Lots of moving pieces still. Get yourself some Manuka honey. Shout out Ryan Ruko for the thoughts. What is Manuka honey? I have no idea. I want to know what it is, though. Someone in the chat, let us know what Manuka honey is or what that's in reference to. And also, thank you, Vivek. Really, thank you, man. You're the man. Uh, Great draft pieces from Vivek the last uh, couple weeks on the Knicks Film School newsletter. Um, There's there's no one who knows history about the Knicks like Vivek. (laughs) This healing, like a healing honey. I would I would guess is that like the honey that you you put on and it's supposed to like help your skin repair or something? No, maybe. Uh, so just a, a quick thing on that. Schroeder and thank comment. you, Vivek. Um, yes. So basically what the Knicks could do if they wanted. Yes. The, the Lakers can't get hard capped, right? They can't because they're too close to that tax apron where it would be a problem, which is fine. Speaking of the Lakers, can't base more to the Lakers when you're. So that's going to be probably a minimum or part of an exception. Right. So the Lakers can't get hard capped, but it's fine. Um they can trade a player out in a sign and try trade, but they can't acquire a player in. Right. So like hypothetically speaking, it's not going to happen. If Alfred Payton were signed and traded to the Lakers, it'd be hilarious. It also not be able to happen because they would reach a certain point where they can't reach. So in terms of what was asked, yes, Schroeder, Vildoza and Knox could work. It would probably have to be more complicated than that though. It probably have to be like some of those players going to Oklahoma city and then the Lakers trying to get this, large thing. Oh, it it has to be multiple teams for the Knicks and the Lakers to be able to work it out because the Lakers will want as much money as possible in the TPE, the traded player exception. I know I just threw a lot of people. So I'll just, I'll just, you know, conclude by saying this. Uh, It can, it can work. It's just, the Knicks can't send those contracts to the Lakers. Yeah. Um, Oh, I think you may have, mentioned this overratedness is there still a chance the next address yeah with the yeah, trade so i will say skip ct Pittman's super chat thank you for your contribution skip his question for now and then we'll come back to it yeah i just want to make sure I, we were clear about they, they can't again they can't trade for a big salary point guard um okay what uh, uh so we're skipping ct Pittman. will be will you guys be at summer league we're skipping i, I said skip it so <laughs> we'll answer it later sean well, we will answer it later sean ford you guys are awesome basically sending you five dollars now thank you sean thank you sean um question for jeremy if fournier becomes a signing trade with boston can they operate as an over the cap team how would it become a sign and trade with Boston? With Fournier being able to. Yeah, but to... how? So we're, we're sending them. Well, this is what I was saying earlier, where if the Knicks wanted to help out the Celtics, they'd probably say, hey, we'll, we'll take on Fournier and we'll give you a traded player exception for like $19 million or however much. Uh, and instead, you give us a couple second round picks as a thank you and we'll go from there. But that's not going to happen that's, because okay. here's the thing. By doing the sign and trade, the Knicks are still taking Fournier in as cap space, right? They're not operating as an over the cap team. They're re signing Alec Burks and they're re signing Nerlens Noel above the amounts that they're allowed to, which means yes. that they are using cap space to re sign those guys. So, no matter what, like, unless the Knicks entered free agency and basically paid everyone what their maxes could be they were never going to be able to operate over the cap. They were, they went under the cap. Once you go under, you're under, then you hit the cap. 
then you get the room exception. So unfortunately not. Well, well said. We have an answer on our question from Nick Moy. Manuka honey has antibacterial properties. Use it all the time for sore throat. Love the content. Thanks for making sense of free agency. I kind of want some Manuka honey now. You know, have I ever told you guys that? Um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you're going Andrew is muted, but he just looks like he's concerned over there as well. That I'm I about- just buckle up for how the rest of this sentence is going to go. No, so it's. Have it's, you ever told us? Yes, it's one of my more reasonable statements. Um, <laughs> about the time you saw Die Hard? No, you never told us about that. In the yeah. Knicks or in Ghostbusters, in, for that matter. Yeah, Andrew, where, where, what, what's the name of the meat store Tony Soprano always goes to? Ah, he got me. There you go. So, in the midst of our heyday, um, when I would sit and just scream at my television for two and a half hours and then turn it off angrily after a loss. I used to up until lit, last season was the first season I didn't do it. I used to make myself a cup of tea for every single Knicks game. And I would sit here at home with my lemon and ginger tea with honey. And that's how I would keep my, cause I would always be yelling at my, it was just relax me. And last year it was like my first non daily tea season because we were actually just competent and now we have mcbride and for oh man oh <laughs> i'm so happy you're happy um i'm doing great satriales <laughs> david funnernick i love it so um, shout out to funny i was on uh, Super oh, yeah. uh they just recently had chris persianen on the latest edition of super hoopers which is part of the Blue Wire, Blue Wire podcast, podcast network. Blue Wire Network. Yes. So shout out, to, shout out to Fuddy. Uh, should we address the Summer League question now? Yeah, sure. Um, so as of right now, uh, Andrew and I are going to Summer League. Um, the, the situation is fluid. Look, as, uh, <laughs> I'll just add another element to this. Um, well, so Jeremy will not be. I'll let you say your piece first, Jeremy. Sure. Um, good things. I got a new job. Um, bittersweet to leave the company I'm currently at, but I'm uh, really excited for the next move in my career. Uh, the bottom line. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I start in a few weeks and I was really looking forward to summer league and, um, the timing's just not right for me. It's not right to go. So, um, really disappointed, but Vegas isn't going anywhere. Uh, no. summer league isn't going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. So Vegas, 2022, I'm excited. Andrew. So I will just add in for those who missed my Twitter post the other day. um, I'm in quarantine at the moment and I'm I tested negative again today. Uh, The full details is that I went to a bachelor party this weekend with the thought that I was going to be in the Poconos having fun celebrating a friend and somebody there was tested positive and was uh, now the rest of the group became at risk and we dispersed, went back to our separate places. I when I went and got tested, they said because I was in a car with this person for two hours, that that's the only reason while being vaccinated that I am at risk. So we're just trying to make sure that like Wednesday, this Delta variant doesn't decide, you know what, Andrew, actually, I wasn't done with you. I I wasn't just going to attack your friend. I'm going to come after you, too. As long as Wednesday I test negative, I think the plan is still to go to summer league. Yeah. But look, this this COVID-19 thing is still a thing. And there are there could be a last minute change. But as of right now, 
John and I are going to summer league unless some things in Nevada to continue to get worse to the point where the risk is not worth the reward, which we would love to go there and create some content for you guys and have fun and, and really be part of blue wires, new studio that isn't even opening when we're there now. Yeah. I know. Um, but like being there to down. watch Vildoza and quickly and Kevin Knox and all Deuce these McBride. rookies and Deuce McBride and Quentin Grimes and all of these and Obi, I might as well just throw him in there to, to actually experience summer league. We'd love to be there. We hope we're there. There's some uh, actual real important things that hopefully don't get in the way uh, in the meantime. So that I think, John, if you, I'll let you wrap up. But no, I think that that is a summary of where we are is going to summer league. Yeah, no, it's just, you know, real life gets in the way sometimes. That's all. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll have a much a, shorter way of everything I just said. We'll, we'll have that's fine. We'll have a we'll have a final answer and and but either way you could you could be sure that we'll be reporting on all the games whether it's from Vegas or here. So um, yeah. oh, and I'll just add to the stream you guys are watching. If you want to go back and watch it throughout the night, I'll add timestamps sometime tomorrow. I've I'll be quarantining during my birthday, so I will of course have time to go and. Uh, uh, what's it called? And add timestamps at some point. So, I hope you're an incredible least, producer. Like you really to go are. back and, and do all of that. It's just so impressive. It's so. fun because I get to relive you guys fighting over Nerland Noel for 25 minutes. Why would anyone want that? That was that might have been the highlight. Um, Bobby Marks just tweeted out the free agent market got awfully chilly. Charlotte, OKC and San Antonio with some flexibility outside of teams with their exceptions. I was just um, about to say, oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, no, that's it. Um, can you imagine if the Knicks are one of those teams and we're talking about the Knicks sitting on their hands doing nothing and now the Knicks have to end up with Dennis Schroeder or uh, Spencer Dinwiddie or DeMar DeRozan? I know, I know, John, some of those names appeal to you, but but just the, the general context of like, it's just so funny to me that the the mindset is like, I can't believe the Knicks did these deals versus what are the Knicks going to do? They basically are just trying to get to 2022 again, and they're not going to be good. They're going to be bad. It just this whole mindset of, of how they just like the entire market would have exploded and they would have just been sitting on their hands like, Oh, well, we'll wait it out. We'll wait for the salary dump market. We'll do these cheap signings. And it just, they're not really going to happen. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, we're going to, the, 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 the talking point from tonight will be, oh, the Knicks ran it back, except they put Fournier in place of of, um, of Reggie Bullock, and they're not done yet, I don't think. And I think that they may have another move or two in them. Um, but the alternative, I think, was that the Knicks um, took the good vibes of last year and they let all of the people or several of the people that were responsible for those good vibes um, let them walk away. Um, why? Because they were hell bent on preserving all the cap space in the world for next summer when maybe a player will be available. Um, as opposed to, as Jeremy and I have been talking about all night, you know, just pivoting to, um, operating as an over the cap team and targeting your star of choice via trade, as opposed to via free agency. Um, you know, I just, I guess the last thing I want to say on that, that point, and again, it's not apples to apples, but like if ever, if ever you needed proof of the fallacy of cap space, the Miami heat had a chance to open, like they, 
opted in to $19.6 million of Goran Dragic to do a sign and trade. Did the Raptors want Goran Dragic? Do they not want Goran Dragic? It doesn't give you, it doesn't fucking matter. Kyle Lowry wanted to go to the Heat. Guess what? Kyle Lowry's going to the Heat. They figured it out. Just get good. Get good. Sign players to decent deals. That's what the Knicks did today. Um, was it anybody's dream offseason? No, but like one or two teams a year have dream offseasons, um, if that. And I don't know that I'm looking around right now at anybody who had a dream offseason. <laughs> I think you – who had – again, we we talked about this before. Who had the dream offseason? Nobody, know. and it, it just drives home the point of how poor this class was. This free agency class, there was no – Obvious free agent signing to be made that was going to make anybody's that significantly better. Like even if like Chris Paul like makes the Knicks better, but I don't want to pay him forty million dollars in four years. There are other things I'd want to pay. There's other players I'd want to pay when he's forty years old. The winners are the Heat, at least so far, Miami, and the teams that kept their best players. Bingo. That's it. Maybe the Bulls, right? Because the Bulls now are less likely to lose Zach Levine. That sort of thing, but but are you really buying a Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, and Nikola Vucevic core? I'm I'm not. Hey, I'll give credence to this latest generation of stars, my my Gen Z compadres coming to save the league from you millennials and your big threes and teaming up and KD and LeBron and all their super teams. You know, Devin Booker looking like he wants to Giannis, looking like he did get it done in Milwaukee. Levine might see Lonzo and and all these other look at look at how close they are to the camera, just staring me down. Uh, Levine, I feel like Devin Booker is is technically like he's borderline millennial Gen Z, right? I know that. Levine might I think I, I'm gonna claim him actually. I'm, I'm gonna claim Devin Booker as Gen crow. Y. So this is another debate for another time. <laughs> Levine might see what they're doing as them doing enough. And that might be enough for him to take the very big offer that they can make him. No, I mean, yes, I know Bill Duffy and Leon Rose might have other desires for him, his market, but ultimately it's a player power league as, as we're learning. And even if Mr. Duffy wants to pair two of his clients together in a large, large market in New York, I mean, if, if, if the Knicks have bigger goals than Levine too, like I, I can just see Levine re-anking in Chicago after them getting Lonzo, oh, after going out trading for Vucevic. They're going to let Levine go. They're going to, ma- they're going to give him what that's what I'm saying. They're going to offer him a lot of money and I think he'll just take it. Um, yeah, no. Well, well said. I just Berman just had a tweet. Which oh. can, I re- can I read this? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, actually, no. First uh, super chat comment um, from James. James, my main man, James Stanzoni. Thank you all for being here. The four people who dislike this video will suffer more than Fizdale. <laughs> Damn right they will. Fizdale's <laughs> head coaching career. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Um, we already have our stars in RJ Randall IQ. Use the room on Frank Pinson to Ij- Oh, Quinn. Oh, yeah. if the Knicks sign Kylo Quinn before the end of the night, man, I don't even know what to say. Uh, Dwayne Dedman back to Miami. Okay. Um, Berman's tweet. If you watch the sh- he's referencing the MSG show. If you watch the show, there was innuendo. I love Berman. There was innuendo that the Knicks could have cap space for point guard if Derek Rose qualifies as an early bird signing to our conversation. 
Bobby Marks has already reported Rose's $43 million deal is way too high. to. Do you hear that, Jeremy? Way too high to qualify. Hence, it's cap space. And the Knicks don't have but any. But just it's not a $5 million dollar cap. It just has to be the 13.4. It's, That's what I don't get. Listen, $200,000 may not be a lot to you, Jeremy, but to a lot of people out there. Uh, yeah. Money. Yeah. It's uh, I'm swimming in money over here. Yeah. He's got a new job. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, I think my wingspan is the size of my room. Yeah. There you go. So. Um, I'm looking for where where Mark's uh, tweeted that out. Maybe it's in a reply somewhere. I'll go take a look. I um, I would pay the Taj Gibson fee, the Taj Gibson uh, tier to watch Jeremy explain the cap to Mark Berman. I just let me be a fly out. on the wall. That's I just want to watch. Sit it out. Yeah, I just want to watch. <laughs> you know, so this is, you know, anyway, uh, Ralph Alexander in the Super Chat trade Knox 2022. Trade Knox, 2022 first, first protected pick. Uh, so Charlotte's pick, I think. Um, yeah, okay, the Charlotte pick they got for 19. So trade Knox, that pick, two second-round picks for Sexton. Cavs is intrigue in Knox. I don't think Knox was ever the intriguing piece to the Cavs. It was Obi if Jalen Green fell to them. And I also don't think that gets it done. It doesn't. Um, that said, I could... Oh here, oh, here was the Mark's tweet. Oh, wait, let me just. Um, do, do you guys have any thoughts? I mean, we've answered a lot I'm of comments. I'll, I'll get. Tonight. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I want to. I will make a comment on, on Knox because the this is Mar, uh, Mark's tweet because the likely first year salary likely exceeds ten point four million dollars early bird rights. The Rose salary will need to come from available room. New York cannot use available room first and circle back to sign Rose last again. I, I well. To me, we're still quibbling about the yeah. $200,000. I'm watching um, Jeremy work it out in his head. Well, it's I'm just awesome. trying to figure out what he means by the 10.4, but I'll have to look at it. I mean, look, Bobby Marks was in an NBA front office and he's hired by ESPN. I would t- take his word over mine uh, you know, 11 times out of 10. I'm just trying to figure out where he's coming from. But um, I mean, in terms of that trade... I don't know where he's getting the 10.4 from either. Right. But in terms of the trade that was mentioned, it's like, okay, if we look at um, the Cavs roster, for example. No, that, that, that hold on. This is wrong. That, but that's that's why I'm confused. I don't know where the 10.4 comes early, from. B- early bird rights is 175%. Right. His salary last year was 7 point whatever million dollars. Right. I don't need a fucking mean- calculator to know that 175% of 7 point something million dollars is not 10.4. Yeah, Bobby Marks. Well, no, he just I think he just mistyped ten, a zero where he meant to type a three. That nothing. No shame in that. It's fine. But I Oz just said it in the chat. I take Jeremy's word. Uh, well, whatever Jeremy said, that's the you, that's I, the actual thing that happened. But I agree. It's not ten point four. It's thirteen point four, which is the maximum that he could make. So it's just possible that there's a slip up here. I. I don't know. We'll find out. I yeah, guess. I think I think it says something that the the probable consensus thought right now is let's just wait for Jeremy to figure this out. Bingo! No, it's nothing to figure out. We've already I don't, figured I don't it out. know where he's getting the ten point four from. I've never seen ten point four. Like, it, it, yeah, exactly. As John's saying, it was always the salary had last year, which was I think seven point eight times one hundred seventy five percent. What's one? Wait, hold on. 4. What's non bird? Non birds one twenty five, right? One point. Right. Okay. What's well, that's but that's that doesn't work out to yeah, that doesn't work out to it either. The fact that it's a one, a digit, a point four, 
Yeah, that's, like I think he just mistyped. But listen, again, he worked. Who, in the but front who, office. Am I, who am I to tell Bobby Marks that he's wrong? Or any of us? The only thing I would tell him that he's wrong about was uh, the Kevin Garnett trade. But I was yeah, going to say that's that's it. That's who you are to tell Bobby Marks he's wrong. Um, yeah. Hold this L from oh, Bobby Marks. Hold this L. Uh, Norman Powell. This is his contribution in the, super, in the super chat. Norman Powell got ninety million. I'm happy with Fournier contract. Let us be competitive while we groom our young players. We honestly have to wait about three years after Brooklyn and Bucks fall off. We battle Atlanta for the East. Um, Atlanta. Well, again, I, they're they're throwing Atlanta. Line. They're not that so, guy. Pal. Atlanta's Atlanta's very good. I don't think Atlanta's that good. What are you talking um, about? They're not that guy. What do you have against it? Are you is this emotional because of the playoff series? You don't think they're actually that good? This is they look to be super capped out and are going to be the non benefactors of some anti foul baiting rule change. Ah, okay. Oh, wow. If you're going to use that, then maybe Mayo quickly isn't oh. part of the future of this. Hey. Season. Not, oh, Frank Miranda, by the way, comments uh, contribution to the super chat. Thank you, Frank. We we appreciate it. Um, Downsized Dame. Down. The only the only thing I'll say in terms of like waiting for other teams to fall off, other teams will rise too. If you keep, I, I understand these are you know super teams. I, I get it. I've seen the Nets. The Bucks just won a title. I'm not disagreeing, but. If you keep waiting for the super teams to go to find your shot, then you're never going to take a shot. Like the Rockets, they didn't win a title, but they were a Chris Paul, you know, injury away I'm from sure making the finals and probably winning. And, I, you know, I, I just don't think you can look at it that way personally. I understand. I mean, the Knicks aren't going to get there this year anyway. It'll probably be the year after where we're talking about going up against them. But you can't shy away from the competition, especially if you feel like you can field a really competitive team. What? And the Knicks are trending in that direction. You know, not this year again, but hopefully the year after that when they can make that trade and make any other adjustments that they have to. They needed to keep the momentum going there. You whatever definition you have of that, they needed to keep the momentum going. Um, they've done that and they didn't hamstring themselves, which is a, God. If there's one thing I want people to take away from this is the fact that like the fact they don't have any cap space moving forward does not mean that they've hamstrung themselves as we've been referencing. Um, as teams climb over themselves to operate as over the cap team. Sometimes space because, is not real. Is, is my main takeaway. Well, again, this isn't the league's very different from 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Knox, um, the notion of them trying to move Knox, I think, is a valid one. And again, I don't know where the trade is. I don't know who the trade is for. But if Kevin Knox was moved for someone in the next couple of days, it would not shock me in the least. That's all I'm going to say. Um, okay, couple uh, super chat. Frank Miranda, the Knicks are clearly setting up for a Dame trade. No disagreement here. It seems pretty obvious without truly addressing the point guard position. Um, yeah. Um, Agree 100%. Yeah, 100%. Harry Donut. Harry Donut actually asks a question, um, I think. Well, let me read it first. Thanks for the five-plus-hour marathon. Like the draft, sort of anticlimactic, no disagreement, but apparently the Rose regime has taken the patient approach that we have all been asking for for over the past 10 years. Yes, um, we have been asking for this approach. Did, did um, you just say Harry Donut and then words after? Yeah, he asked something. He said Harry! Something. Harry has okay. a voice. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. More, more, please. Amazing stuff. Um, yeah, I keep an eye on, uh, keep an eye on Knox. That's all. 
Um, uh-huh. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So updated best free agent available. This is from Keith Smith. So Dinwiddie, if, if, listen, at this point, if Dinwiddie doesn't sign in um in uh washington i'll be absolutely shocked reggie jackson it would it has i mean there's no who else has no one else has cap space right other than uh so if the clippers if he wants more than what the clippers can offer him he has to go to what san antonio does they i think they have money okay see but san antonio has so many point guards they don't need dinwiddie yeah uh Nobody also, else. I think I think there's still a chance that San Antonio is keeping their money open because they're trying to figure out what the John Collins situation is. Yeah, and well, and we also they, you know, the Rosen's still out there, and then Schroeder, and then Lou Williams, who's I don't consider a point guard, and then Kendrick Dunn, who's the guy that I've been referencing. Um, what do you think? The I think there's a chance that Schroeder or Nunn ends up on the Knicks. I'd kind of rather have Nunn. I'm not gonna lie. Um, although I take Schroeder. Um, man, so, I'm so uh, happy we didn't sign Kelly. Can I just say, I'm so happy we didn't sign Kelly Uber Jr. That makes, I can't tell you how happy that makes. We're not well, out of the woods yet. Now I, I have until I get back. until I get confirmation or now we get confirmation on that Rose amount. I, I'm I'm not saying thank God for anything yet. We got that's time. Fair. Now I've got two things to say. One, um, that you watch Die Hard. <sighs> Sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> Forting live from Nakatomi Plaza. Hey, that Colin Loring. Colin Loring had a had a request, which is that he needed me to to tell John that at this point, DeRozan and Schroeder are going to have to start their own team. Um, and, <laughs> and that the second thing I have to say, two A, Ubre should be on that list of guys who have to start their own team. Two B, um. I have to, this is going to be a podcast, right? So I have to think about my wording here. Um, 
like most front offices, the Knicks front office is not a monolith to use a Schwinnie poo word. Um, and there were differing opinions on Ubre from what I've heard, which would of course imply that there were members of the front office with positive opinions on Ubre. But I was told like a little bit back that it was not enough interest from the front office in general to result in a deal materializing. And I would still stand by that. I'm, I'm very happy about that. Um, what is if this? Ubre was as highly sought after as his agent made him sought after, he would be signed right now. Seriously, I had the year. I had people. It's it's Terrell Harris. It's Tobias Harris's dad. I know. Um, I had people on Twitter like flabbergasted that I wouldn't throw him fifteen million a year to see what he could do, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I, he's the three. He's the I said he's Kelly Oubre is a is a revolutionary player because he's the first three and D wing that can't hit threes or play D. Other than that, he's great. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Vork, Vork just retweeted it. Woj bomb. Free agent Max Struess is returning to the Miami. I was about to um, say, I'm going to throw this out there, guys. When that's the Woj bomb, I think we're we're reaching the well, end somebody, of the line here. New York basketball says, what about Taj? I I, I think we're, we'll, we'll get Taj back. He's he's key. Um, as, as John lovingly described him as, he, he's in, my favorite Chachki. He is Tibbs is Chachki. I have a question from B W Ozar, Mr. Bernard Ozrowski. Um, this guy. He, uh, I assume someone asked this already, but letting Reggie go at the same money as Noel and Burks is a massive confidence vote, vote of confidence in Grimes. True or false? It's a. I think it's more it, about. They signed Fournier, so false. I think it's I think it's more about that they looked at what Bullock. I think it's about what Fournier can do that Bullock can't do. I think it's about three things: what Fournier can do that Bullock can't do. One, two, uh, them valuing Burks's plus skill, which is being able to be a packup point guard in a pinch, versus Bullock's plus skill, which is being able to um, defend opposing wings that are very good. And three, I think they the Mitch injury concern is a concern for them, and they felt the need to bring back Nolan's Noel. Um, Did you guys know the latest update, which is that Mitch, as of this week, is still in a boot and crutches? Mark Berman let us know about that uh, update before. Oh, I didn't. I just I know someone who someone sent a photo to to show that they met Mitch just out in public. And in that photo, Mitch was leaning on crutches and in a boot. So that wasn't my favorite sight to see. But, you know, I said I said earlier today, we got an Empire Sports Media report about how the Knicks have staff in, in New Orleans. Um, and you know, Mitch did spend time up here in New York with, with pain before heading down there. So, you know, seems like a good sign that they are, um, just, you know, monitoring him and helping him along and clearly are willing to continue investing resources into that. Shout out to the flying machine collective for contribution in super chat. A great name, by the way, flying machine collective. Um, In terms of what Oz was saying, um, I don't think it's. It's either really. I mean, as um, Chris said, fact getting Fournier clearly shows that 
he's the the true upgrade there. But I think at the end of the day, what the Knicks also are looking for is guys who can pull up more. And that's not really what Reggie Bullock does. He's a great spot-up shooter, but he doesn't pull up. Um, there's a reason why the Knicks were interested in Duarte and McBride and Grimes. They were among the best at pull-ups in college. Man. Up there as well. as well. Right. So we, we know what they, they kind of like. And Bullock just doesn't fit with that. And so Burks can certainly pull up. Fournier, 100%. So finding guys who can create more and, and aren't just as reliant on Julius Randle creating for them as Alfred Payton drives <laughs> into a wall of players and R.J. Barrett begs for the ball in the corner. Like, you have people who can do more and create more. And, and I think that's really important. And, and uh, you know, Bullock got his money. It seemed like he got the full mid-level exception uh, based on the more recent reporting. So good for him. But I, I, I think it's just Bullock be gone. Thank you for your time. Uh, we got someone better in Evan Fournier. I already sent him a thank you tweet with orange and blue hearts. I, y'all know I was a Reggie guy. Bullock uh, be gone. <laughs> three, three things. One, uh, Barry Craver. Macri, hope you get more than six hours of sleep tonight. I, I don't know what's in terms of the sleep situation. I think my wife has to work tomorrow. So that means I have to get up and uh, care for the children. Um, and I have a newsletter to write where obviously not one word has been written yet. It is 1039 PM. Um, thank you for all this analysis. What guests do you have for the next seed in the East? Um, I will answer that in a second. First, two other comments. Um, I've had to pee for like a half an hour, but it's <laughs> 1039 I think 21, we're 21 minutes away. I think I'm going to tough it out. Three, as Jeremy, as you were talking, I looked up and on the bulletin board up here, it is my daughter, my youngest daughter's four month old well child visit to Seaford Pediatrics. And there's a section that says peeing and pooping. Babies should wet, have several wet diapers per day. Some babies will poop every day to every few days. Uh, stools are soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feel that the stool is hard or your child, okay. They use the word poop. They didn't use the word defecate. I find that very interesting. You'd think yeah. on an official form, official document from a doctor's office. I thought you were going to answer like your third point was going to be where you thought the, the next seed was. No, I was just making it. a point about the, the, the form that my doctor's office gave my daughter. It has the word poop on it. That's not John, very professional. John, go pee. I, I agree. I, I guess I, I didn't expect to have this be unreal streak um what was i gonna say oh Oh. yes great comment in super chat a deuce with the uh start deuce at the point guard spot so speaking of poop start deuce at the point guard spot i love it um so then quickly develops and you can get you can get quick deuce going quick deuce what guess do we have for the next scene these we all answer this so my i'm gonna go pee after this what guess do we have for the next scene these my guess is Six. You got the six seed, okay, Jeremy. I'm with seven. Just to mix to it up. Mix it up. Yeah, Chris. Six seed. Six seed. Uh, Bucks, Brooklyn, Miami. I trust Embiid, Philly, and then I think Indiana. Would that be five? Did I list five? You really don't wait. So say those teams again. I think I think Boston Brooklyn. finishes seventh. So you have Brooklyn ahead of them. You have Brooklyn. Milwaukee, this is not an order. This is not Just say the teams you have better than them. Yeah. Bucks, Nets, Heat for sure. And then I'd make a bet on Carlisle's Pacers, and I'm gonna hypothetically take their over. 
and then throw throw Embiid 76ers in there. And there's New York at six. I have Atlanta ahead of them. I think that's it. Atlanta and Boston are the only other two teams that I I'm not Boston I'm not high on Boston next year. Yeah. I could, like, I could be wrong and Tatum takes another leap and then we're like having MVP conversations. I just don't like the rest of that roster. And I really and don't. Josh Richardson's the third best player on that team. We're going to see what happens with smart, but it seems that Stevens might not be the biggest fan anymore. And now he's totally running things. So mm-hmm. there might be a chemistry thing. You know, these guys aren't, 2k players they've they've you know you've got to have a full perfect storm to have a really really strong season like the knicks did last year you know if, if there's disconnect in the locker room like that that's not the team i'm betting on going are, are we too low in charlotte yeah no no they that no they're there's they're Both nights a rookie they're gonna be they're, this is gonna be a huge stink on accident year for them where better than charlotte Knicks are better than charlotte okay yeah. So the, the Hornets are going to stink on accident this year because by accident uh, about Chicago. Sorry, Mr. Macri. Listen, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an English teacher first. Um, what about Chicago? <laughs> I just a question. Do we think Chicago the Claudio can... Persiain and pick and roll is giving them 94 a game? So I okay. think that's fine. Listen, don't <laughs> sleep on my my pick and pop. OK, I got um, you. Can can I, I, made you, I made you the ball handler. Oh, word. I had you being the ball handler. And then, can I shout out Verts? Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. If you look at CBS Sports NBA free agent tracker, um, the Knicks signed this class 11th. This class's 11th best player. Most of the top 10 unapproachable or restricted free agents. So I'm just going to go down. Kawhi, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, Mike Conley, John Collins, DeMar DeRozan. Lonzo Ball, Norman Powell, Duncan Robinson, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, Evan Fournier. Um, so far, the only ones that have switched teams are Fournier, Ball, and Lowry. Um, Lowry is a 35-year-old point guard who just signed for three years and $30 million on a team that he clearly wanted to go to and that could talk themselves into competing for a championship this year. Um, the Bulls were in a situation where they Kind of, as we've kind of talked about, they kind of had to make this Lonzo move, right? We, we agree with that. There was not really any other great option. And then there's the Knicks, who got uh, Evan Fournier to come to them from Boston. They took a player from a division rival and added them to their own team. Um, and he's a player that was the best player on a team, the beat team USA, a few uh, weeks ago, which uh, I don't think should be completely discounted. Um um, it's a little maybe we're 15 minutes left. Maybe it's a little early for like final thoughts, but I, I think. Well, there's um, a thing in the super chat, which I think we just clarified uh, WG. Uh, shout out to you in the super chat. So, wait, hold on. Dirty Dancer said I look so high. I don't smoke marijuana. I don't get not that. high. Maybe a little. Uh, this is my fourth beer in I know, six I'm hours. Just saying, I'm just saying not high. I think you look fine. OK, you look beautiful, Mr. Macri. Um, He's calling your tolerance washed up, old man. Yeah, no, man. At, at least he has a time. I am everywhere. probably going to grab a coffee, though, uh, before I start writing. Mm, my news I have a Red Bull waiting for me. Believe me, I get it. Uh, I can't drink that shit. 
so it's sugar free. Like that's that's the thing. It I got addicted matter. to okay, it. It's, it's just way, one I, too many back in the day. See, I'm, I was a coffee guy, and this is rabbit trail because we're trying to fill 15 minutes. Um, I was a coffee guy for the longest time, especially since I went to college and needed to. And as you guys can tell, I'm an overnight guy, so I do my best work at I've night. Noticed. Mm-hmm. You know, to take out how you ever you want. Um, and so I decided to kick a. I like sugar with my coffee, and to kick that. I went to sugar-free Red Bull and it's worked ever since. Um, did you see Bill Simmons tweet on Zion? I also got a text from a friend. Shout out to my buddy, Justin, who's watching. Um, he sent me Bill Simmons tweet and said, is this legit? And I was like, no, Bill Simmons, who has also been shitting on the David Griffin tenure is kidding. He's saying in jest that sources tell the ringer that Zion has been mismanaged and has been set up the pelicans have set up to lose him one day which has been said on this podcast not untrue yeah so he's kidding but he might not be wrong you know let me can we just be clear that team could suck next year the pelicans yeah it's possible because i don't know who they're better than than in the west that they weren't better than this year um a couple other uh, super. Yes, I do need sleep. Thank you for who said that. GE Bradley. Unfortunate um, hat there, Claudio. Listen, both teams the, lost tonight. The last place teams. The flat. Do I have a hat here? I have a Mets hat there. Do you really? Mets hat. Yeah. It's an Mets hat. LFGM. LFGM, baby. Oh, I can't. Oh, he does have one. Look at you. Look at um, Anyway, uh, Flying Machine Collective, thanks for the name compliment. How do we address point guard from here? Um, I don't. I don't know how they if they're going to do anything else for sure, but I think if if you told me the Knicks went into this season with their point guard position as it is, I'd be a little surprised. But I also don't, I think they'd be okay with it um, because, as everybody else has said, and I don't agree with, they could start Rose. I just don't think they will. I think they would sooner start Vildoza. And then on that note, David Germoso. Word is, I don't know where you're getting this from, but I'll take your word for it. Spurs are trying to move DeJounte Murray. Thoughts on his fit with the Knicks? I have no idea what the Spurs would want from us to for DeJounte Murray. My guess is if they're trading DeJounte Murray, they want something pretty good. Do you want summarized thoughts on his fit on the Knicks from over yeah, here? I think he's not good at the things we need him to be good at to justify that money over those years after giving up assets to acquire the right to pay that money for those years. I just, if you want a San Antonio spur guard, Derek white was the target for this Tom Thibodeau coached Knicks team, in my opinion, over DeJounte Murray. And I would, I think I said just earlier today that, you know, looking like we're going to sign Fournier and that just doesn't make much sense now with McBride Grimes, all these guys coming in. Um, I think Murray is a good basketball player. I think he might get a little teensy bit overrated, little, little Spurs bump there as a prospect. Um, and then when you just break his game down into what can he do, what does he struggle with, what can he definitely not do, what can he do well, uh, and you kind of look around, like I just don't think he provides at the point guard position what the guys on this team need to thrive, you know, maybe they can make the most out of it, but to thrive, I think we can look in other directions than giving up assets for the right to pay him the rest of that deal. I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's a nice deal. He doesn't shoot. 
Um, he's not a perfect player. Uh, it, it'll the the, the the he needs to get better for, for that deal to look good. I I I don't know about White. White's White Steel isn't cheap either. Um, Jeremy, any thoughts? Um, again, I mean, I feel like a lot of Dejounte Murray is basically unlocking that jump shot, but that's yeah. a very big Which, good luck. what if, and that puts a lot of pressure around players around him. Um, and again, like if the Knicks want to keep running out Nerlens Noel type bigs, Jericho Sims, Mitchell Robinson, that that type, you need floor spacers. You you can't have a weak link because you're not going to run a five out offense. You're going to run four out and one in. And if you're running four out, you need those guys to either be great or passable and you need to have compensating skills and complementary skills. And DeJunte Murray just makes that margin of error go all DeJunte? the way. DeJunte Murray, I guess. Yeah. I say DeJunte. I, 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 I think it actually is DeJunte Murray. Um, just want to add one tidbit. Look, again, we, we still don't have any clarification on what the deal is with Derek Rose, but um, it was pointed out to me as well um, by CC in Flushing about 8% raises versus 5%. Uh, Rose can get 8%. So it actually would be, he'd be eligible to get a little over $43 million, which means that there's now not really a math problem. It should work out in that way. Mm-hmm. So we're back to the same situation where like, if he's, if, if he's getting the amount that should fall right in line, I don't really understand where the problem is. But um, look, at the end of the day, the Knicks could also say, there's no one we really feel is worth spending this money. Let's just kind of close it up and give Rose paying out of cap space. It's just, if you have an avenue to create more money, I don't know why you wouldn't. So we'll see. I like it. Um, Adam in the chat. Uh, can we bring Elf back on a mid-level exemption? I gotta be honest. The thought did cross my mind. If any of the good vibes or kumbaya we've had about, I don't even think it's a spin zone. I actually do think like the Knicks had a successful night, if not a a transformative. It's it's, it's it was a fine night. They didn't do anything wrong. I didn't I didn't dislike any of the deals that they did. Although I guess a case could be made for Noel, but you can go back and listen to an hour or no, two of this podcast if you'd like to. The, the Noel um, deal is not is not it, a deal. Oh. It, uh, if it's set up that they can make one more move and it's Elf to be the backup point guard or to set up this whole thing again, then change it changes everything, which is weird because to go from like somewhat positive to worst offseason ever is they're not they're not bringing back. Elf. I know they're not. I hope they're not. They're, they're not. That's not. They're not. He's not with CA uh, anymore. We're free. Don't even. I'm just gone. saying. Oh, okay. We had a super chat comment. Hold this L. Why Zoom instead of your previous app? Is that a question for me? Like, I don't know. It's easier. Shout out know. to CP. I have no idea how he does it. I'm hoping that if there's no pandemic, I could talk to him in summer league about some OBS tricks. But it was just like I was able to just send Chris the link tonight. It's like, hey, join us. It, you know, in the, his, sorry, in the chat. Oh, Clint seven. I'd rather bring back a literal elf. That's a guy that got me. Maybe I just been doing this too long. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Man, I I can't understate how many times, like in our off-season discourse, that the term like anyone is an upgrade over Alfred Payton has been thrown around. It honestly led how bad Alfred was led to 
in my opinion, issues with like philosophy going into this off season. Like people are like, well, we could give Schroeder like one for, you know, like whatever, whatever ridiculous money. It's he's better than Peyton. And I'm like, that can't be the standard. I, I was losing my mind. Um, let's that guy stunk. We're over that. He was, he was very bad. Let's, let's end with this. Um, let's do nice a, a, a final, let's go each of us a final thought and uh, one hope that we still have uh, for <laughs> the rest of free agency. Can we do that? Sure. Sure. Um, I can go first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my final thought is that um, I think we, uh, as a fan base, uh, every fan base, doesn't matter what fan base is, tend to judge these things on night one. You can't ever do it on night one. You got to wait and see how it plays out. Um, and I am, I think there is a grander plan at play here, as we've kind of alluded to all night. I think there's a lot that could go into that. I want to see what that plan is. I want to see how it plays out. Um, and my one hope, my one hope, who is the guy that I want? I think I'm going to, I think I'll say Kendrick Nunn. I would be cool if they signed Kendrick Nunn. I like Kendrick Nunn. I think Kendrick Nunn's an interesting young player. Um, I would like to sign him. So I'll say that. Jeremy. Jeremy. Poof. What a night, man. <laughs> I mean, what so a much night. chaos. Um, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I've, I've had a blast. So in terms of what happened, um, the Knicks finally made long-term decisions. That was the bottom line. They recognized they didn't want to sit on their hands. As I said earlier, they wanted to make moves. And as John said, the real litmus test for this, I guess, or the final decision of this free agency, it's not going to be right now. It's going to be when they trade for a star. That is when we're going to know if this free, if this free agency was really what helped do that. And, you know, I mean, I like Fournier. I still think that they need to address the point guard position. I like that they're a deeper team. Again, I, I still don't love the Noel contract, but granted, if we're talking about Mitch in a boot and wondering now about his stability and security and all of that, then it certainly makes more sense. Um, you have Burks back. You got a lot of depth. You got a lot of young pieces. You have that second unit, which I think can still be pretty dynamic. And I'm really excited to see that again. Um, I mean, talking about continuity, my God, having Rose IQ, um, Burks, Obi, and Noel or, or Taj running the floor again oh, gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that the one thing that I hope is I, I really hope that there's still $7 million out there because I have invested a lot of brain power and emotions into this. I am dying on this hill, folks. And, and I just would love to see the Knicks create more with what they're able to do. So um, if Brock Aller is the genius that we think he is, They'll figure something out. But um, my hope is that I didn't die on this hill for nothing. And if I did, martyr me. Go if ahead we're dying me. on hills, I'll, I'll, I'll martyr you. If we're dying on hills, you're going to have to give me about four seconds for my off-season wish, my final, my final wish. And I'm oh, gonna... no. Oh, I know where he's going. Uh, I know where he's going. Go get time. it. Go get it. Okay. What? In the meantime, two questions in the super. Well, one comment, one question in the super chat. Mark Sable, friend of the pod. 
Um, no questions. Just thanks for this marathon pod, guys. Uh, shout out, Mark. And you're welcome, everybody. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Uh, over under minutes per game for McBride and Grimes. This is from Adam in the chat, in the super chat. Uh, over under. So you want to put it at like over under total minutes total per game per game. So oh, per what game. will they average for per game? Combined. Let's I mean, I think if you just said 11.5, I was going to say 12. <laughs> so we're right on the same track. 11.5 yeah. over under combined minutes per game. Throw in your, yeah, I would blowout. Say that, we're going to get some nice blowouts. Fournier will shoot the lights out a couple times off some Randall and Julius. I mean, wow. It's like no dimes. <laughs> I have a better version of this question. If you had to put a bet on who cracks the rotation first, McBride or Grimes, who is it? McBride. Mm. Toad's McBride. a better question. McBride would be my answer, too. McBride. My son. I think do- so. But again, like, are the Knicks going to add another guard? Is it going to be a win now guard? Mm-hmm. I, like, how does that impact them? They, Find they out have- soon enough. We will, but the Knicks still don't have a ton of wings. And Grimes is their first round pick. So playing, I understand that there's politics and everything, but I'm just thinking like the politics of playing your second round pick, but ahead of your first round pick. Uh, you trust, I don't know. Trust and, Leon's process. He's earned that. I, I say, of course, Tibbs. Tibbs will, right. will play who is performing exactly. better. 100% because they're already drafted. And I, I agree but, with that. I'm just, I'm just thinking in terms of, you know, playing what? these guys and then the pedigree and all of that Named so. writers will spin as headlines. No, I, I think you're right to have that concern. I also think that um, there's a phrase that has been uttered on a favorite podcast of mine by a certain um, poop describing podcaster. And that oh, is me. And that is that winning answers a lot of questions and solves a lot of problems. And I think no one's going to give a, deuce if deuce is who plays over grimes and we're winning games to give my final final quick thought on tonight i think the knicks uh, for where they are as a team for the assets they have as a team for who they have on their team for who they have on their coaching i think they made good moves tonight um i don't think you can view this as like a home run first day like we they didn't you know turn five million of cap space into four second round picks this year and whatever other fun th- this is this is the direction they're going in and they made a legitimate step towards seeing legitimate progress um my final wish oh. <laughs> <laughs> um come on leon look at this smile uh-huh. Well, I listen, don't don't nothing nothing he hasn't signed anywhere else yet, right? Him and Evan Fournier are about to share the court. Well, we'll see. Well, that, you're right. You know, are, are, are no, on, I'm not joking. So literally literally oh, tonight, they are yeah. going to share the court. That's right, <laughs> like, the Olympics. <laughs> they are still actively teammates right now. They are I pray Evan is telling him, dude, screw what your agent's telling you. Give up the guaranteed touches. Come be part of this winning effort. This this being Valid still would would be really nice because I think he would finally get a shot to really, really be on the type of team and just I'm waiting for my Frankie playoff. There's still no room in the rotation for him, just like there was no room. Yeah. John, let Tibbs tib. (laughs) tib, And when Tibbs tibbed last year, Frank was the 11th man. Tibbs was trying to get 
90 points a game by any means possible. Now that he has Fournier, he can do a little finagle. Relax. Trust, trust, the, relax. Trust, trust the Frank development. Relax. I love it. Frank I love develop- it. Year five, Frank. That's when it's going to happen, guys. Trust. <laughs> um, my, I mean, I, I said, I, I don't look at these nights like draft night, like free agency, like a, I guess a deadline, a trade deadline is different, but I never look at these nights as the complete project. I never look at them as a, a hint of finality. I think the Knicks can still get better after tonight. But as you guys said, they they actually committed something to more than just a year. We're on year three, it seems, of like just kicking the can down the road, whether it be whatever happened in 2018, because we're getting Durant to come play next to Porzingis to then into 2019 to we traded Porzingis to come play next to Durant to, so we can get Durant and Kyrie and then Anthony Davis for all these picks to then all the power forwards. And then whatever happened last year that created this incredible season. Now I know who's the good from the Knicks barring a gigantic trade. Oh, Rashawn Holmes. That's a big contract. Four years, 55. Four years, 55 millions to the Kings. Um, That's the most that is, you could sign with them. Yeah. Player um, option and trade kicker, by the way, Jeremy, for your cap brain to there you process. Go. For, for Rashawn Holmes? For Rashawn Holmes. All oh, yeah. of it to say, I think I think the Knicks did enough tonight that like, I don't think any contract they signed is untradeable. I guess you could hint at Derrick Rose, but in the right deal, I think you can package Derrick Rose. There's no, there's no untradeable deal that, oh, we'd love to make this move, but we can't because we have this person and we have to attach a pick. Um, and yeah. you couple that with what happened at with what happened at the draft and the finagling that led to three guys. They probably could have got it 1921 and 32 and got additional assets with it. It goes to the overall theme with this franchise that they seem to be running competently now. And that's all I've ever wanted. It's all we've ever wanted. And it's what all Knicks fans that are complaining. Well, and I hope you remember when this didn't exist. Let's and I honestly have no idea who else I would want. It's just not Carmelo Anthony's question. Let's, not, let's I don't love Melo. I just would want greener pastures for him. Go win a championship. dude. Let's say the obvious and um, hang on. I'm going to pull up just in case I, I missed. Um, it's really hard <laughs> to make good moves as an NBA franchise and putting aside, you know, teams like the bucks. Uh, actually, no, I can't even, I was about to say um, there are not many fan bases who are like dancing in the streets tonight. Um, it's probably the two we've mentioned Miami and, and Chicago, and we'll see how well those goes go. But even like Milwaukee, like Milwaukee lost an important component tonight in PJ Tucker. Um you know, there's not a whole lot of fan bases out there tonight who are like, yes, we did it. We got it. Like, you know, it's hard. Team building decisions are difficult. Um, you make compromises. Uh, it's not perfect. It's really, it's, you know, it's really ideal. Um, but you make the best decisions you can, uh, given what you know. And oftentimes what you know is, uh, very little. Um, so, uh, I think they made the best decisions that they could given all of the information that they had um, at this time. And um, yeah, a final piece of information is that next year's free agency class is, is really not very appealing. If you didn't like looking at this one, Andrew, um, 
see what happens when when Beal decides somewhere and Curry re-inks and Levine re-inks. Go look at the rest of those names, dude. That is miserable. Yeah. So these multi-year deals are not the end of the world for me because I often forget as someone who really much enjoys sitting on their couch and criticizing professionals <laughs> for doing their jobs that this is an 82-game battle um your co-workers are your co-soldiers in the nba and you know bringing back these guys extending them is not the end of the world to me like you're you're that cohesion is worth something that continuity is genuinely worth something and if they don't like next year's free agency class i i really can't fault them <laughs> for these moves you know you want fun, fun fun fungible deals which they signed a bunch of tonight so uh we hope it works out well we hope Tom Thibodeau likes his team. Uh, he gets his boy back. Um, that's his, pri- his prize for winning coach of the year. So congratulations to him. <laughs> um, and on that note, it's we're after 11 o'clock. We've Fine. talked for final tally, 712. 712 people still in the chat. Jesus Christmas. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, I am. Uh, I'm honored and we're all blessed and the whole thing uh for everybody who came in here and it, it's just it's incredible everybody who contributed to the super chat anyone who commented in the regular chat it's just amazing and um we we thank you and uh thanks for hanging out with us all night this was a lot of fun um are we done yeah we're done sign us out allegedly yeah it's all. all right and just it goes unsaid freaking you guys like yeah, I do stuff behind the scenes, but you're the experts here. And Jeremy, your brain, you literally, Mike Vorkanoff was like, I don't have a capologist. And you put your cape on. I was like, well, actually. And actually, you do. I the swear to God, capologist. Man. We'll see. Capologist for hire. All right. Jeremy Cohen. Uh, so this has been uh, another episode of the Knicks Film School podcast. Uh, we will see you back with uh, some more fun and games before you know it. But uh, everybody, 